right here. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want it? Welcome back to the Redneck Tech Podcast. This is going to be episode number 63. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about the new out on a limb manufacturing base that I just got um, not too long ago for my camera. Um, first and foremost, the podcast is brought to you by Diamondback Truck Covers, um, the absolute greatest truck cover that you could ever have on your truck. It makes the back of your truck a vault. If you are a hunter, producer, or someone that's covering value, carrying valuable stuff in the bed of your truck at any given time, then you absolutely don't want that stuff to grow legs and vanish. You have to get a Diamondback Truck Bed Cover. It's an insurance policy that allows you to have peace of mind when you're on the road traveling. This thing makes your truck a watertight vault that uh, you can also strap 1,600 pounds on top of, so you never have to leave anything behind. If you don't have one, get one. Go to their website, diamondbackcovers.com. And um, if you talk to them at trade shows, if you buy your thing, if you email them asking questions, tell them I sent you. That'd make me very happy. But anyway, get back to the podcast. Um, I kind of teased this, and I said I was going to do this last night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. I am uh, just now getting around to it. It is... Tuesday morning, about 10 o'clock in the morning, I just now got done running around doing errands for the family, taking kids to vacation Bible school, and um, I'm about to get into trying to finish up an edit for Dudley, and um, I wanted to, while this was still fresh on my mind, and uh, I had teased it on the Instagram, that I wanted to talk about the new base that I got that I've been running. So, to kind of preface this, um... I've ran a couple of arms and bases over the years, mainly just one. Um, and I'm, I'm going to run a different camera base and arm than most people just because the camera setup that I'm running is so heavy. Um, most guys aren't running a setup as heavy as mine. I think I weighed my setup one time and it was, I can't remember if it was 23 or 26 pounds. So it's it's... It's pretty heavy, and that's with the fluid head and the camera and lens and all that stuff. So that's what's out on the end of the arm when you're running a camera in a tree. This isn't got to do anything with doing on the ground. This is all out of a tree stand. I'm assuming the people listening to this podcast know what I'm talking about when I talk about a camera arm. It's a support arm that goes in the tree stand with you when you're filming out of a tree stand. Generally, this is used for whitetail hunting. But um, in this particular case, when I was getting to use this camera base for the first time, it was on a bear hunt in Canada. And um, pretty much all my trees were perfectly vertical, straight up and down, didn't really have any knots or, you know, pitches or angles to mess with, which this camera arm, I think, will do very well at those, more so and better so than other camera arms. But um, I just want to kind of preface what we're talking about here, so the guys listening will kind of kind of pick up what I'm putting down. The camera arm that I've been using for the last eight years has been the Muddy Boss Hog. And they do not make that camera arm anymore. They do not offer that camera arm anymore. And they haven't for the last, I want to say, three plus years. The reason is, it is their biggest, bulkiest, and heaviest camera arm they make. It is very big, and it is very heavy, but it is also rock solid. This camera arm was built off the Heartland Bowhunter base that they invented 
gosh, I don't even know how long, I mean, 15 plus years ago, um, which I actually did run on one of those bases, and it actually is even heavier than the Muddy Base, but they're virtually the same thing. Um, they take a lot of room up in a pack. They make you carry in a really heavy load when you're going to the tree stand, but generally when you're doing that in whitetail hunting, it's not that big a deal just because you're not generally walking a long distance to your tree stand most of the time. I know guys that do walk a long way. Um, but, you know, for years I've been saying, you know, I love the camera arm. I love how steady it is and how rock solid it is. But for years I wished there was a different base setup. So there's two pieces to the camera arm. There's the base that attaches to the tree, and then there's the actual arm that the camera sits on. The arm I've never had a problem with. Um, the, the base is it, the base is what gives it its stability, but the base is also what is so heavy and bulky and hard to mess with. But being that big does give it pros and does give it cons and I'm going to try and go through those and I know I'm talking a lot about the money base and I haven't gotten to the the new base yet but I want to I want to lay the groundwork of what I've used and what I've been used to and that that's kind of formulating some of my opinions on this new base because I've ran that other base for so long I've ran the muddy base the boss hog base for over eight years hundreds of times and um I know it backwards and forwards I can count on it um but I've never liked the weight and the size. But the trade-off to me was, yeah, it's bulky, yeah, it's heavy, but it's going to always be there, it's always going to work, it's always going to be easy to level, and um, I can count on it. Uh, but when you move it, if you move stands often, and you don't get to leave your base in the tree, it does get aggravating to move that base, and to have to continually move spots, and to continually um, make changes and Un, you know, unstrap it from the tree, strap it to the tree, on and off, on and off, on and off. Um, I got really good at it. I've done videos on how to uh, how to mount it. I will try and pull that video and put it on my YouTube channel. I don't have very many videos on my YouTube channel. I really need to update that, which um, I'm working on getting an office. And if I get that office, I will have capabilities of doing a lot more cool stuff because of my internet connection. So... You guys out there listening, say a little prayer for Copeland Creative and Redneck Tech Podcast that um, everything happens with this loan and we get this loan and we can get into this new office and uh, change the game and get more information out and get more work done and hopefully hire my first employee. You know, I've got some guys that do some freelance work for me and then I sub some stuff too, but I'm really looking to hire somebody hopefully in the next six months to a year. Um, I'm growing, extremely blessed. Um, but anyway, get back on track. Um, like I said, I've I've used that muddy boss hog for years and years and years. I know some guys that have run the fifth, the uh, fourth arrow arms. I know some guys that used to run the old uh, third arm tree arm. Um, I've never heard great things about either one of them. Uh, the third arm kind of went away. It's not there anymore. I mean, there's still a couple of them out there. But uh, the fourth arrow arm, the, the number one thing that I hear is if you're running a heavy setup, they are not great for that. Um, and, and and most of you guys listening aren't going to be running a heavy setup. And what would I consider a heavy setup? Probably over 10 pounds. And I'm well over that. 
and 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 really the only guys that are going to be in my um, my realm. So keep this in mind when I, when you hear me talk and, and and give my opinion on this arm. Most most producers, most guys out there filming, especially guys that are self filming, especially guys that are, have small point and shoot cameras, especially guys that are running, you know, the Canon XA you know XA twenties and the um, NX five U's and in the lighter and, and the lighter camcorders. You guys can use virtually anything. It really comes down to what your budget can withstand, um, and what kind of you know what kind of pack you want to run, how big or how small you want to go. But in my in my experience, the muddies have always been the ticket for for absolute rock solid, and they still make the hunter arm, the muddy hunter um, camera arm, which is. A really, really solid arm for all the way up to a 10-ish, 12-ish pound camera. They're going to outperform just about everything. They're a little more expensive, and they're a little heavier, and they're a little bulkier. But, like I said, it's the trade-off of the stability. You know, no having not having any bounce in your camera when it's at the, you know, the end of the end of the arm. Um, so, with all that being said. You know, with the understanding that I'm running a really heavy setup, and, and on my setup, most that's different than most is my tripod head. I run a um, a Sockler or Satchler, however you say it. Um, it's the FSB8T, which is the the quick disconnect. That camera uh, fluid head cannot be flush mounted. So most camera heads, like most Manfrotto's, most Benros, most of those. You can unscrew them and put them on a post on a flat uh, mount. I don't, I don't really know the technical term for it. But mine, the uh, Sockler, doesn't do that. You have to have what's called a bowl adapter. So it sits down in a bowl. That way you can actually adjust the uh, adjust the level on that axis as well. So you've got several axes that you can you can adjust the levels with. That right there makes my camera arm much heavier, much bulkier, and much more aggravating because they don't even they don't even offer no one offers a bowl adapter anymore. I had to make it myself. I had to go out and source that. I found it actually on Alibaba, uh, out of somewhere out of China or Japan or something, and made my own. And it works great because I wasn't giving up my bowl adapter. I wasn't giving up my um, camera head and my fluid head. That's my my other than my camera. I don't know. I might, I would probably give my my FS7 up before I'd give my fluid head up. Um, it's the, it's the best it's the best out there, but it's also one of the most expensive ones out there. Um, you know, you can get a good Manfrotto head for three or four hundred bucks. Well, you're not touching a a Sockler, a good FSB uh, type head for thousand sixteen hundred dollars. Mine was sixteen hundred dollars, um, and that's a lot of money to spend on a fluid head. But when you're putting the abuse that I'm putting on them when you're using them as much as I'm using them, it's money well spent. So don't, don't expect to, don't think that you need to have that. You know, that's not a requirement for guys that are out there filming their buddies. Um, but when you're doing it for what I'm doing it for, man, you can't beat that head. So with that being said, that, that head is, I think it weighs 11 pounds by itself. It's really heavy. Um, but it's the best of the best, and I wasn't willing to give that up. So I knew I needed a camera arm and a camera base that had, some, and my, my daddy says, some high end. It had some some muscle. It had some, you know, girth about it. Um, 
So I was in WTF this last year and I found, I, I need to look up the actual model number while I'm thinking about this. Um, found the out on a limb manufacturing booth and uh, I saw they had some, and I, I've seen their arms before. Uh, they have the, it's actually like two parallel bars that make their arm. Um, and, and I didn't like the bulkiness. And they, and they also have the one that goes over your head that's got the shock absorbers and all that stuff. And they also make some, I think they make tree stands and some other stuff. But um, I, 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 the, the whole thing that goes above your head, uh, you're never selling me on that. I'm trying to break down bulk, not get even more bulky. And that thing was bulky. Um, and I, I just don't see how people are toting that in the tree. But to each their own. But anyway, I saw their new base, and I'm looking right now if my computer, and see, this is the, these are the problems that I deal with, people. My internet will not even load the picture previews for the outdoor filming gear page. So I'm looking for what the name of this base is. Come on, really? Refresh. I guess it's called the tree bracket, maybe. Yeah, because they're that big crazy arm I was telling you about is the ZRO 360 arm. And then they have the adapter. Okay, we'll talk about the adapter. So it's the tree bracket, it's what this is called. And uh, so I saw this tree bracket, and the design you kind of if you've seen the picture on Instagram, you see what I'm talking about. It's it's got like a, a ball bushing that has one lever that tightens it down and you can essentially adjust this thing any direction you can imagine because it's essentially on a ball that tightens and the, the, the plate tightens down on the ball to keep the uh, the arm from moving. So I saw this, liked the design. So my first question was, will it handle the weight that I'm using? And uh, can't remember the guy's name. I can't remember which one I talked to, but the guy I've been communicating with since has been his name's Matt. And the guy that was in the booth told me he's like, yeah, he's like, and he showed me some pictures of some guys running some pretty heavy setups, um, FS7s with long lenses and some stuff like that. None of them were running my head. That's what I was worried about. Is they were running my camera, but not my head. And I knew how much heavier my head was than everybody else's. So, and he it was only fifty nine dollars. Which the the Boss Hog base, just the base, I want to say was over 200 and something. But the size difference and the weight difference was astounding. This It's probably, man, as far as a footprint, it's probably two-thirds the size. No, it's probably one-third the size of that, of my Muddy Boss Hog base. So it is extremely, absurdly smaller. It almost looks funny. It's, it's so much smaller. And then the weight difference is probably, it's two-thirds lighter. Um, so it's significantly smaller, significantly lighter, and it's it's simpler. It looks simpler. It only has essentially two moving parts, the head and the, the crank that you tighten it down with. Um, so I look at it, and uh, I, I, see, I see the merits behind it. I do have some some thoughts and some skepticisms in my head about it. But for $59, I was like, dude, I'll try it. I was like, give it to me. And, uh, and then the one thing that I was worried about is it didn't sit away from the tree as far as my boss hog did. 
So it, you know, the boss hog probably sits six, eight inches off of the tree. So it gave you a little more, almost more of an extension in your arm, gave you a little more reach. Whereas this arm sat tighter to the tree, probably only two or three inches. And, uh, and I was kind of worried, you know, two or three inches, it might not make that big a deal, but they sell a, an, a, an extension arm that's $39 that will get it out away from that tree and even give you another pivot point. So I was like, okay, give me the extension arm as well. So I've got the the reach, I've got the base, and I've got everything. And the cool thing is, is with the bushings, you can switch out bushings in the in the base to where you can adapt it to the camera arm you already have. So you just switch out the base. So I kept my muddy arm because I didn't really care about changing my arm. I never had a problem with it. But the base is what I wanted to change. So I got the base. I got a bushing for my um, camera arm. And I put that extension in with the bushing. So my camera arm is now longer. It's a little more mobile. And I bring it home. And I strap it to the tree. So the strapping system is a little different as well. So... On the Muddy, the, and this is really hard to kind of explain over a, a podcast now that I'm trying to do it, now that I'm thinking about it, but if this makes any sense, when you're strapping the, my buddy Boss Hog down, it sits far enough away from the tree to where it, it, really t- it really pulls that camera arm into the tree and makes it super tight and super secure. Well, this out-of-limb manufacturing doesn't sit far enough away from the tree for it to really bite into the tree as much it's kind of like a stand that sits really far away from the tree and it gives it um it, it almost gives it more of a pivot and it and it pulls that camera or that that uh tree stand into the tree more that's how the muddy was it didn't take a whole lot to really 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 dig that thing into the tree and it wasn't moving and i'm sorry my air conditioner just cut on in my office so if you hear that i apologize but um Anyway, the uh, the out on a limb one, I can't even get my thoughts together now that the thing is so loud. Now that I got the out on a limb one on the tree, first thing I noticed is I have really got to cinch this thing down extremely tight to the tree. I also wasn't a huge fan of how it's strapped to the tree because the muddy one, you just slip the... It doesn't, it doesn't have hooks. You just slid a really wide strap through the back of the base, ran it around the tree, and hooked it into itself and tightened it down. And I like I liked the wide strap. I think that helped with stability. Well, this new one just had two little hooks, and you just hook a regular ratchet strap to it and tighten it down. I didn't like that. Um, the ratchet straps, to me, were not as quality as the one that comes with the muddy one. I couldn't get it as tight. Even though, you know, you, I had to really, really hammer down on this thing to try and get it to get as tight as I needed it to. Because as soon as I put weight on it and it wasn't tight enough, it would start to droop. And I would hammer that thing down. And once I hammered it down, it would hold the base and it would hold my camera up. Okay, so that was the first thing I wasn't a huge fan of. But remember, I'm holding a lot more weight on the end of my camera than most guys are. Um, I, the first thing I didn't like is I didn't like the strap set up. Um, and I did not like how tight I had to strap this thing to the tree. Um, you had to really, really, really hammer this thing. And Alright, so once I got it on there, leveling this thing with any weight on it was really tough. So what I had to do was I had to take my camera back off of it, and then I had to loosen the, loosen the 
I don't even know what you call it, the lever that tightens down on the ball that keeps the head from moving. So I'll loosen that, and, I, and you kind of have to eyeball it because there's no level. Whereas on my muddy, on the base, there's a level that I could just level to, lock it down. So there's no level, so you have to eyeball it. And I'm, and if you're in a tree 30 foot off the ground, it's really hard to level something by your eyes. So, and you can't have any weight on it because it droops when you're loosening it. It just starts to fall and everything goes to crap. So trying to figure out how to, you know, get it tight to the tree and get it level. So once I did that and I got my camera back on there and I thought it was level, well, I got the camera out of the way extended and it would start to droop again on the ball. And I'd have to, not only did I have to hammer that thing to the tree with the strap, the tightening lever to tighten the ball down to keep the camera from drooping, I had to bottom it out. I mean, it's bent. It's so tight against that ball. But it did hold it. But I had to hammer that thing. So it is extremely tight to the tree. It is extremely tight to the ball. And I just... It didn't make me feel comfortable. So, especially with essentially $15,000 hanging off the end of it. And um, I ran it that way the whole week in Canada. And it did fine. Uh, it took a little longer for me to set it up because I wasn't used to it. I had to hammer it down to the tree. had to take a little more time to level it. And then... Um, I ha and, and, and I'm running the extension arm this whole time. Don't get me wrong. I'm running the extension arm, so it's actually a little longer than it should be. Well, what I figured out was if you take that extension arm off, it's not you're not really losing a whole lot, and the, the arm is a little more stable. you still got to pretty hammer it pretty hard to the tree, and you still got to really tighten that thing down, but it does work. So I'm going to kind of break it down the best way I know how. I, I used it for a week and I was I give it a C. It passed, but I'm not overly thrilled with it. Um the stability, it's not as near as stable as my muddy. The ease of putting it up, not near as easy. Um I don't like the strap system. Um I love how small it is. I love how light it is. But I honestly can't sit here and tell you whether or not the trade-off of the size and weight is worth it for the stability. Because I still would have bounce. I still would have it not... It was so hard to get it level to where there's so much... There's Finally, the air conditioner cut off. There's so much weight on in my setup to where if I didn't have it perfectly level, my camera wouldn't sit still. It would just swing one way or the other in the tree stand. And you don't want that. You want your camera sitting in one spot. And I couldn't get it to. I couldn't get it to do it. I could not get it to. I, I mean, I eventually got it to stay, but it took a lot longer than my muddy. My muddy, I can put that thing up in under two minutes and have it rock solid, have the camera arm exactly where I want it. Um, and it, and this, and don't get me wrong, this might be. I might be a little prejudiced because I've ran my muddy more, but I can definitively say, I like how the muddy um, straps to the tree better. I like the strap system way better. The stability is way better. The price is not better. The size and weight are not better. 
So for me to sit here and say definitively, which I think I've already, I think I'm repeating myself now, but I, I, I can't, I can't tell you um, which one I'm going to run. Honestly, if I drive on a trip, I'm taking them both because that way I essentially would have two setups and trees. Um, is is really the the best reason. But um, some advantages the out of the limb manufacturing base is going to have over the muddy or other arms. If you're running a light camera setup. By all means, you're, it's going to be hard to beat that one. Um, it is going to have the strength in the high end to run just about anything except a 20-plus pound rig like mine. Um, if you're running something under that, I would highly recommend it, not only because of the build quality, but because of the size and weight. It, and and it, for $59, if you've got the same three or four stands you're running, you could have a base for every tree stand and never have to and set it up one time and leave it the whole season. Um, that would make life really easy. Um, for as heavy of a setup as I'm running, there's not a good option. There's not a perfect answer out there. Um, you're gonna. It, it's the law of sacrifice. And in the terms of what I'm doing, the sacrifice is I've got to have a really heavy arm and base in order to run a really heavy camera setup. Um, I think the guys at Out on Limb Manufacturing are willing and able to do whatever I would need them to do to improve that setup because I've already talked to Matt several times through this process because I, I told him some of my concerns when I first got it. And he was he assured me that it would handle the weight. And it did handle the weight, but not up to the expectations that I would like it to. So, I think with removing the um, removing the extension arm is going to help it. I think in certain trees and tighter tighter tree setups where you don't have a lot of room for a big base, it's going to be better. I think on a tree that's not straight, that's got more of an angle, it's going to be better. I think it's going to be better on a setup where you've got to walk a long way to a tree stand. Um. I do also like it because you can replace the ratchet strap a lot easier than you can replace the ratchet strap on the Boss Hog, but I've not had to replace the ratchet strap on my Boss Hog in eight years. So I don't really know how big of a, you know, you know, advantage that is. Um, I think it's going to take some getting used to. I'm not, I'm not discounting it. I'm not discrediting it. I'm just telling you the, the things that I would like to see improved. One of the things I would like to see improved is um, where the teeth are and where the hooks are to hook the tree stand, to hook it to the tree. I would like to see some sort of gap between that and the tree so it has a little more angle to bite. Um, I would like to see um, maybe the uh, where the bushing is on the where the extension arm would go or where the camera arm would go, maybe that stick out from the tree another inch or two, just give you that more, that much more um, distance from the tree. Um, I like, I don't like the strap setup. I don't know what you can do to change it with the way that camera arm or the camera base is set up. I just, it's really, it's really nerve wracking to put a fifteen thousand dollar camera on a five dollar ratchet strap. Um, I'd like to see a wider strap, one that you could really cinch down. Um, I'm trying to think. I, the idea behind it and the engineering behind it is is genius. And I like the idea and the concept. That's why I was so drawn to it. But 
like I said again, I'll say it one more time. If you're running a camera setup that is lighter than mine, which is, you know, even up, probably up to 10 or 15, 12, 12, 15 pounds, I don't see how you could beat this setup as, as a base. I've never used their arm. I can't tell you anything about their arm. I'm only using the base. I, I run my muddy arm. I love my muddy arm. No reason to get rid of it. Um, but as a as a camera base and how small it is and how affordable it is, if you're running a, a, a light to medium weight setup, I, I see it's going to be really hard to beat. If you're running something as heavy as mine, it's really what you're looking for. If you don't care about a little bounce, if you don't care about a little tougher to set up and really have to cinch something down, then it's the base for you. If you like to get in the tree and build a little quieter, um, set up a base that you know is going to be rock solid, and then you can set it up in two seconds. Um, you, well, problem is you can't buy a Boss Hog anymore. I bought a Boss Hog off eBay years ago, and I'm still using it. So uh, that's the only place you're going to find them anymore, unless you have one built for yourself, and then that's going to really cost you. But that's my two cents. Um, uh, if you guys have questions about the base of something I didn't answer, I would love to, uh, I'd love to try and answer them. Uh, and like I said, I've only ran this thing for a week in Canada. I haven't ran it like I have my, my muddy for eight years. I don't have the experience behind it. Um, and I'm trying to, and I probably fumbled through this podcast most of the time, but I was trying to give as much relevant information as I possibly could for the base. But if you have questions, reach out to me on Instagram at redneck tech podcast Email address is rednecktakepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm, I am offering some editing classes this summer. If you're interested in doing a one-on-one editing class, uh, shoot me an email and we can get that set up. I've got Right now I've got two guys that are coming um, during the summer and I'll schedule that. It's usually two days. You know, come show up a day, spend the night in town here, and then um, come the next day and We'll go over anything and everything that you want. If you need more time, we'll schedule more time. Um, I'm already working on stuff as it is, so I can work on the stuff that you bring me. You can work work through stuff that I'm already working on. I will literally tailor it to whatever you want done. Um, but it will be an editing class. It will be an eye-opening experience. I can promise you that. So if you're looking forward to that or looking at doing something like that, uh, email me. Um price is just how many days you want to be here and how long it's going to take um so i'm kind of doing that on a case-by-case basis um because you know the two guys that have signed up one wants to be here for three days one's going to be here for like a day and a half ish it's about all he can spare um and and the great thing about my schedule is i can schedule it for just about any time i'm in town so uh and this summer i'll be in town quite a bit and once you get to september i'm gone but july you know July and August, I'll be here quite a bit. Um, if you like the podcast, if you enjoy the podcast, please go on, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review on iTunes. It helps the podcast get out there to more people. Tell someone about it, and uh, give me some feedback. If you don't like it, tell me why you don't like it. I've never claimed to be a host of anything. I've never claimed to be uh, an authority. I'm still figuring this stuff out every day, just like most of you are. But... um. It's something I enjoy, something I'm passionate about, and it's about the only thing I'm halfway knowledgeable on. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you next time. Peace. (laughs)